0: Alright, welcome back to the In Between the Lines podcast. I'm Jay. I'm S. And today, S is going to be reviewing a book titled Rich Habits, The Daily Success Habits of Wealthy Individuals. So, starting off, tell me, who's this book by? What's it about? For the listeners tuning in, give them a little brief insight into the book.
1: Yeah, so the book is about, the book is by Thomas Corley. I haven't really looked into the author, but I believe in the opening chapter, he explains he's accountant, I believe or something within that field, something from within the corporate world. And he goes into, so it's quite a short book. He goes into meeting, I'd say three people, a secretary, a car dealer, an accountant, and an assurance salesman, sorry, four people. And he encounters them and he's been through the Rich Habits training program, I believe. And he sees himself in them or he sets up different scenarios where he sees himself in them. So for example, he'll be out at a bar and then he'll encounter a insurance salesman and he'll say the insurance salesman he'll overhear the insurance salesman speaking about his day and he'll be able to relate because he was once in that position so he goes through that with the insurance salesman a secretary a car dealer and an accountant well different people go through it so for example the car dealer it's a woman that sees herself in another person the secretary it's a man that sees himself in a woman and all these people have different scenarios so for example the secretary is overweight She's she's working hard, but she slacks in certain areas. She does well in certain areas, but it's she's not working at optimal. So, and I believe she loses her job in in the end because of certain things. She's very slack in certain aspects. Um, the accountant is the same. The accountant goes through a situation where he loses his wife to cancer. The the person that gives him the advice sees himself in him as well. So they all they all have underlying factors that I'd say could make their life. They all they all have underlying factors where they're not achieving to their maximum. The accountant isn't is it an accountant? Account? Yes. The insurance salesman isn't maximizing his business. The yeah. Secretary isn't maximizing her work as a secretary. The car dealer isn't maximizing his sale. He's maximizing his sales in cars, but he's not looking at it from the long term. He's not being able to pull customers back. He's not. So they're not just basically they're just not working at the optimal. So the, people,
0: so it's it from what you're explaining, it sounds like these. 10 individuals have positives and good things going to them hmm. but they also have yeah so negatives they're in like, that are, that are, they're just in a almost a comfortable place where yeah, they're just but it's also floating. also that
1: they're in um that's i think they, in America they call it the middle class so they're not high earners and they're not low. Yeah. they're just going along yeah and i believe the person sees stuff in um character traits in them that if he works with it he can make them high earners um, High value people, wealthy individuals, and so on. Um, so,
0: is this author talking from a mentoring standpoint, standpoint or for these individuals, or is he? He's, is it a case where he's got these people as an example, and he's saying how he can get them to that next level?
1: See, just the thing, I'm not sure if it's a true story, but he's. I, I don't know if these characters are made up, so maybe he's um, taking these characters as like the typical american individuals and said okay cool because these are pretty much typical jobs car insurance salesman car dealer accountant so he just takes these individuals and pushes them through a uh, a course the course is free by the way that he's puts them on because they're sponsored because the man that puts them on he says make sure you quote this name quote a particular name and you'll get it for free so i believe it's one of those courses you know you've probably seen it on social media where you hear about Uh, this course will cost you £10,000 and it will change your life. So these people get the same similar course but for free. And the rich habits this individual teaches them are well firstly before that he speaks on the different stages of luck or the different kinds of luck. And I thought this was pretty interesting because he says there's four types of luck. There's random luck which is the type of luck we have no control over which is like winning the lottery so you just scratch, put numbers in scratch cards and that's random luck. Then he says there's Random bad luck, which is getting struck by lightning, um, being diagnosed with cancer, heart attack. It's just like something you can't really control, but it's just, oh, someone someone that's never smokes and they get lung cancer. It's like, wow, that's kind of bad luck, so one would say. And then the third type of luck he mentioned is opportunity luck. This is the luck of a byproduct of daily habits. So this is when the book starts to get more interesting or picks up a bit. So this is he says. Think of the opportunity of luck as an apple orchard, or you prepare the land, plant the apple seeds, and diligently nurture the tree, nurture the seeds until the tree grows. So
0: he's almost saying by working hard and following certain routines, you're putting yourself in a certain position to for opportunity to arise.
1: Yeah, but that's um, because I think what I got from it is the fruit that bears from a tree is opportunity luck so for example you can you can put you can sow seeds into the ground nurture them and you may only get two apples that are good and the rest may be bad someone may get 50 apples that are good and two that are bad or did i say two good and two you said i may receive two good apples and someone else may receive yeah so so okay so i made a mistake so you may receive two good apples and someone else that does the same thing as you may receive 50 good apples but you still done you still sowed the seeds and looked after it. So that's I think that's where the luck comes in and he calls that opportunity luck. But you both done the same thing, but the luck part comes in is that you lucked in because you got two good apples and they got fifty good apples. So that's the luck bit. And then the fourth type of luck is detrimental luck. He's a detrimental luck is the evil twin of opportunity luck. Unsuccessful people have bad habits, like the rich habits, bad habits also are also seeds. The detrimental luck might be a job loss, investment losses, foreclosure loss. So, you done good, Well, you try to do good, but like if I put in ten thousand into Bitcoin, I'm trying to do well, but the bad luck of it is Bitcoin price drops. So yeah, I've lost of money. money. Yeah. So it's not that I sat on my laurels, or maybe I made a bad investment, but it's, it's just it, the luck of the draw.
0: Yeah, it just didn't work out really for you. Yeah,
1: but it's not like random luck, as in someone hands you. Oh, here's ten grand, or you walk in the street and you find fifty pounds. You didn't do anything to get that fifty pounds. Yeah,
0: it's just yeah thrust upon you, but yeah. So detrimental luck. He's effectively saying you've your mind's in the right place to try and achieve yeah, something, but it just out. didn't like work a fair out. a business. Yeah, so you, tried, you to tried to set up business and it just, and didn't, it just work didn't
1: work out. Work out. Um, so that is, I think the main two luck he focus. It sounds weird. The main two versions of luck he focuses on is uh, detrimental luck and opportunity luck. So. The Rich Habits Training Program, which I thought was... I guess it's stuff you've heard before, but it sounded different when, if, I, if when you, I was... If you could break that down. So let me explain how he how he talks about it. So yeah, I'm just scrolling through. So he breaks it down into, I think it's five. Or he says, make promises. a so Rich Habit Promise number one. I will form good daily habits and follow these daily habits every day. So the bad habit would be watching too much television, um, not exercising regularly not watching what you eat, procrastination, which is a big one for me, smoking, wasting too much time on the internet, which is another, smoking is not a big one, but wasting too much time on the internet.
0: Aimlessly. Sc- yeah, yeah, just
1: scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. So he says, in order to balance this out, write all these things down. So what do you do that's bad? And he says, you have to be honest with yourself. He says, there's two types of sort of approaches you can take. You can take a self one where you self-evaluate and you can get someone else to self-evaluate. You just, you can ask your mum, your dad, your brother, your friends, your cousin, someone. What do I do that's not good? Or what do you think I do that's not good? And they'll say, oh, you, you stay on your phone too much. You wake up late. You do this, you do that, you do that. So you can get that kind of review. Or you can get the review where it's, what do you know you do that's bad? And you says, write them down. So what do I do that's bad? Let me make it personal. I'm not bad, but something I could work on. I don't wake up consistently on time. That's one. I spend too much time on social media. Um, what's another you said you
0: procrastinate yeah
1: procrastinate which stop. yeah procrastinate and I'd say another one that he's got written down here is oh which is a funny one I don't return phone calls right away and he speaks on that so I don't do that don't return phone calls right away I forget important dates not really yeah so let's take those three I don't return phone calls I waste too much time on social media the internet I procrastinate and I don't wake up regularly early. Uh, yeah so he says write them down he says the good daily habits are I complete my items on my to-do list every day. So write a to-do list, have a board, put it in your room, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever. What are you planning to do today? What's the plan for that day? What's the plan for the next day? What's the plan for blah, 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 blah. Um, have a journal. I saw someone talking today on social media about having a journal, the importance of having a journal, writing things down, writing things. I want to achieve this by the end of the week. I want to achieve this by the end of the month, three months, six months. And then keep referring back to your journal and going over and over again. And then eventually you will align yourself with that goal. So if you say, I want to lose, an easy one is I don't watch what I eat. So start watching what you eat. Make a, this is hard food, maybe make a logbook of what you eat, kind of what you eat. So, or log your shopping list. So when I go shopping, I buy this amount of food. I'm going to buy less. Enjoy the food as well. I'm going to have one pizza. I'm going to buy one pizza a week instead of going out and spending money on takeaway and such and such so it's it's almost like a step-by-step
0: not a guide but a way to make yourself more efficient yeah 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 so by writing it down you it's because you might have in your head oh i don't watch what i eat and i don't wake up but haven't really created a method to rectify it but by writing it down you could say well instead of me spending 15 pounds a week on wine Mm. Buying however many bottles. I might only spend £5. Mm-hmm. So by already reducing the amount you're spending, you're more than likely going to be drinking less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. S- same with getting up in the morning. If you say, oh, I never get up, I never get up. If you write down, actually, on this day, I need to be up at 8. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to set my alarm for 7.15, yeah, um, 7.45, and, so and doing thing,
1: it. And being consistent with it. I think the waking up thing, I'd say anyone can wake up at like 8 o'clock for a job interview at 9.30 they have, but that's one time. With this thing, with how he lays it out, it has to be consistent. The difference between how he lays out what I got from it, the difference between a successful, wealthy individual is that they're consistent with their habits. It's not a one off luck. Yeah, thing. of course not. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's something they wake up at six o'clock, again they go to yeah. every day, and they have a routine. They do yoga, they meditate, they go for a run. Um, it's, it's seen with a lot of successful athletes. I know Kobe Bryant done this he would I think he woke up 5am every single day and would always go for a run in season or off season so he's built a, a successful pattern where he's up at 5am and when he retired I believe he said when he retired he was still up at 5am but so instead of him going and putting up shots for example he was doing something else so he transitioned he'd taken instead of him he's still waking up at 5 but instead of him going to play basketball he's doing something he's doing else, something else. Yeah. so he'd built a a solid foundation yeah, where a now base. he could you can with, move it yeah move okay, it anywhere yeah and that's what the rich habits tries to promote it says write down your bad habits write down your good habit, and stick to it for 30 days and then can once you've hit it for 30 if you do it for 30 days you're more than likely going to continue it after yeah because 30 days is I think for it's, me I personally 21 they say yeah once you tw- tw- I think it's
0: 21 days it takes to, to break make it, it to, break to break make or habit. break a habit yeah, yeah.
1: um but for me personally, I found after two weeks of me doing something consistently, it's almost routine now. So if I wake up every day at 6am for two weeks, it's going to take me even longer to break that now. It's going to take me maybe a month and a half, two months to break and go back into waking up at random times. 7.15, 8 o'clock, 9, 5am for example. So he says, be consistent with your um, your daily habits. So he says, form good habits daily. Form good daily habits and follow these. That's rich habit promise number one. Rich Habit Promise number two is set goals for each day, for each month, each year, for long term, and focus on your goals each and every day, which is something I sort of touched on. So, as he said, a to-do list, daily goals, to-do list. You will, for for example, it's very professional. He says professional related reading, check voicemail, email, call one person to say hello. But he's got a timetable as well. So this book is very, not very, but this book is graphical. So he's got a description and he's got a timetable where... Um, he's written it out so the person reading can actually follow it and see it sometimes it's better when you're reading a book and you can actually see it and it's, structured yeah, it's, in, a, in, a, it's in a practical way yeah. yeah so he says set out daily goals monthly goals and yearly goals which is something that you hear a lot of people a lot of wealthy and successful individuals apply they have if you ask them what's your goal for this year they say i want to hit this or i want to hit this mark or i want to sports athletes are the same athletes of high level they're the same Oh, i want to be I've got the Olympics in 4 years or I've got Commonwealths this year. I've got nationals this year. I've got so they know okay and they build little habits daily. So I've got a I've got to hit this mark or I've got a 6 week training program. I've got and that's why they're successful because they stick to their program and also when it's gone wrong they know where it's gone where it's wrong. Where it's gone wrong, yeah, because yeah. you've you've written it down. Yeah,
0: you you haven't just um gone with the flow.
1: Yeah. So another r- rich habit number 3 is engage in self improvement every day. Sorry, how many habits does I think there's four. Four habits? Yeah. Okay. I believe there's four. So, yeah, it's four habits. So, this is an interesting one because I will engage in self-improvement every day. This is something where if you were to tell someone this, they would look at you like, oh, some days have fun. But if you enjoy that sort of thing, like if someone said to you, oh, why do you train every day? You don't need to train every day. Sometimes you should take a break. But if that's something you enjoy and you get fun from it, it's... then that's that
0: is almost your break because yeah. that's what you enjoy doing. Yeah. yeah so
1: that's you I will engage in self improvement every day, and self improvement doesn't necessarily have to be you have to go to the gym and train. But self improvement could be okay. I'm gonna hit, do Pilates. That, gonna,
0: could, could could be you sitting down, literally thinking about some of the other habits.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna do. I'm gonna do some stretching for forty five minutes. I'm gonna do some reading. Some reading to help help with me analytically or something like that so engage in self-improvement every day and i think that's something that i don't do some days i just have aimless days where i don't do nothing but he says stay away from tv engage in junk reading because it doesn't do nothing what is sitting down for four hours watching a tv show really gonna do for you in the long run it's gonna it's gonna give you a good conversation to speak with certain individuals but do you those individuals that you're speaking with on a conversation do you want to be with them in five ten years time so sitting down watching, and I'll say this: binge watching Game of Thrones for like two weeks, um, or watching Game of Thrones covering it for season one to eight in like four days. What does that do for me? It's mm-hmm. not gonna. It's not gonna help me achieve my yeah, goals. It's, it's not. not gonna make me. It's not gonna help me earn a bit more money. It's not gonna do nothing. But if I, for example, watched, if I applied that same thing to watching a trading seminar, watching crypto or something something that's going to help you move forward and elevate yeah something that's going to elevate me or i I applied that and watched like uh, martial art videos or uh, something like that then that's not it's not a waste of time you're being
0: more efficient with your time because it's the same four it's the same four days but instead of wasting it on
1: game of thrones well, not wasting it but instead of spending it watching a show that doesn't reap any real rewards it's just instant satisfaction you'll be happy you'll be able to speak to people for a few days a few weeks yeah, but,
0: but you'll be no better off in the disciplines that you're doing. Exactly. You? It won't. Martial arts
1: or work or
0: any business or something. Yeah, you it's doing. not going to
1: help you achieve your goals, which you really want in the long term. So he says, cut all that out, that junk, um, watching TV. Because um, you can, within that time, you can get a new trade, a new profession, a new degree, you can get a new license. You can, not within those four days, but if you took that same hour that you watch EastEnders for, or you watch your soaps for like two three hours if you took out those two three hours or your soaps out of those two three hours and spent that how do I say
0: Investing in yourself
1: Investing in yourself say you wanted to be you wanted to do sewing and you wanted to knit hats and make jumpers and that sort of stuff instead of you watching the soaps for two to three hours you watch a sewing video for two to three hours every day the way you watch your soaps by the end of a month you would have the benefits that you would have got from it yeah. rather than you watch your soaps what benefits ha- you get ha- from hundreds your soaps. of
0: hundreds of hours of
1: yeah what benefits you get from watching eastenders and knowing what maggie or mitchell's up to like you don't <laughs> it doesn't do nothing for you and this is something this book is very reflective because it made me look at things i'm doing like i need to i need to stop this i need to stop this i definitely stop this so i've definitely taken parts of it and the last rich habit promise number four is I will devote part of each and every day caring for my health. So he talks about going for um, drugs in the morning. He talks about doing aerobic activity in the morning, fixing your diet, but not fixing your diet in a way where it's restrictive because he says that leads to, in the long term, it leads to, what is it? Relapse. Relapsing, but there's a, what's the emotion? You get fed up. You're like, oh, oh yeah, you this. don't want to do it anymore. And then you yeah. fall back even further. Worth, worse than you were before. So you yeah. end up putting on even more weight. So he says, if you're going to, so... He talks about calorie control, I believe. But set out, you're going to eat this much calories. But if you have an off day, don't be too hard on yourself. And he says, set out off days. So, okay, Friday is my day where I finish work. We're going to go out for work to, with drinks. We're going to go out to... Not to work. We're going to go out to drinks with the work lot. So that's your off day.
0: Yeah. Because
1: you're going to go out for drinks. You're going to get hammered and do all that kind of stuff set that day aside or you're going to have a burger in the in the bar or kebab or all that kind of stuff. she so just say, you know what, Friday's my off day but Thursday to Monday I'm bringing in packed lunch and I'm going to stick to it or I'm going to go to Tesco and get their meal deal or whatever and I'm going to stick to it. Um, and yeah, and he speaks on exercise as well. Just exercise daily. He says, fewer sick days, your mind, a far clearer mind, your, everything is better, your immune system is better you you think there are you're able to react to things better your emotional mind state is better everything is better when you exercise when you wake up in the morning and go for a run at 6am your whole day is different it is there it is the whole day your mind. whole day is and then you'll mm. notice that when you go to for example the train station you'll see how sluggish and how slow people are at waking up but because it's, you're alert you're wide awake yeah you're ready for the day you're, you're ready for the day so you'll be you're just ready to do anything and those are the four rich habit promises so it's I will devote each part of my day each part of my day caring for health this third one is engage in self-improvement every day the second one is I will set goals for each day each month each year for the long term I will focus on my goals each and every day and the last rich habit which is rich habit number one is I will form good daily habits and follow these good daily habits every day so that's pretty much what the book is about
0: how did you how did you find reading it especially if we go all the way back to the top how do you find it with the the 10 individuals do you feel like that was necessary because you said you weren't sure if for example that those stories were
1: yeah so the, the individual stories were good because he put it in a way where so for example one of the ladies was overweight i think a few of them were overweight and he made it so he laid out the how do i say the lesson plan he put the lesson plan into real life situations so one of the ladies that were overweight he said if you can't run go for a walk so you don't have to run and sprint and be some superhero but go for a 45 minute walk and that's how one of the couples started off go for a 45 minute walk take your partner with you and in that you get exercise and you also get to bond with your partner quality time yeah so you've killed two birds with one stone and that's one of the really good things about it Um, he said grouping your contacts together as well but I think this is like some um, rich people team. So he says, like, he's talking about um, golfing buddies and bowling contacts and stuff like that. But he says, also, when you're speaking to people, when you're meeting new individuals, remember their names, remember their birthdays, because those things go far, forming social bonds with people. So people are more likely to do you favours, remember you, if they know, if you're... If you remember little things like their name, their birthday.
0: Yeah, it will go a long way. Why would I want to do business with someone that doesn't remember my yeah. name? Yeah,
1: or even someone that is... um that you may want to be friends with, because you don't know where that friendship may lead. You don't know what doors that may open up. You don't know. But if you've never called them person or you've never spoken to them, and you rarely ever speak to them, it's it's. She's. I think what I got from it was cultivate your friendships. Um, you don't have to speak to them every day, but send them a message on their birthday. So at least you're touching in with them every year. Every year, this person messages me and says happy birthday, or every Christmas or every New Year they touch yeah. in and say happy New Year, or they find out every six months how are you doing how. I think that's something that happened with COVID. I think a lot of people, more people started checking in with their friends and family. So you're just like, oh, how is, this? how are you doing? You don't have to message them every day, but it goes a long way and people do remember you. So for example, if you do set up a business, they'll be like, oh yeah, I'll be happy to support you. Or it might
0: be another conversation. I know someone that does X, Y, Z, or I I know someone that sells candles or I know someone. And then they open a, a door for you and, because so, you've
1: sort of nurtured the um, relationship, the relationship with yeah. them, and that's rich habit promise number five. I will devote each and every day to forming lifelong relationships, and it does go a long way. Um, because when you're in down situations, these people do pull you up. They give you advice. They um, send you job opportunities. They send you they send you opportunities in general, so you can maybe pick yourself up. Um, and another one, rich habit number six, is I will live in a, every day in the state of moderation. I don't know if I believe, agree to that because from what I see maybe of wealthy individuals, they live very, maybe it's the ones that I see or that I put on social media. It's almost excessive.
0: But that's the image they're putting out there. Yeah. I so, don't think every day it's, it's a fancy lifestyle. Some are, they'll have the same Burger King that you'll have or this, they'll mm, they'll go to the same places you go to. Yeah. But yeah. nowadays celebrities, that's a different topic, but they like to portray an image that they're way up here and you're all the way down here like there's no that gap it's not attainable basically Mm. you will never catch them
1: and it's a poor example because I'm looking at celebrities when there's far more people that are wealthy and successful that are not celebrities so yeah looking back at it now I I do agree with this and he says rich habit number six rich habit promise number six is I will live each and every day in a state of moderation so it's no extremes you don't you don't binge eat you don't for like two weeks you don't I do this I eat a whole pack of biscuits so maybe I should cut back <laughs> on that because um, hmm. that's an extreme maybe what every now. day no nah, not every day but it's like if I have a, if I go shop now and I, I buy a pack of biscuits I'm wafting off the whole biscuits there's no tomorrow I might die tomorrow that's the way I look at it. so <laughs> I oh want to enjoy the biscuits baby. now so I'll, I'll apply that I'll try and apply that I'm not saying I will I'll try and apply that I will live each and every day in moderation because he says, unsuccessful people live in extremes. They eat too much, drink too much, overreact to events, and they permit their emotions to swing in extreme manners, which create great conflict and pain in their relationships. So don't get too happy when things come in. Obviously be happy, but don't be in a state of pure happiness forever. Because you can only come down from there. And also, when you're in that state, you may not assess threats and other things as well as they yeah, may cause you're Yeah,
0: because you're so happy. You yeah. know, you're almost so you well, vulnerable, yeah.
1: You may not do your best with that. Uh, Rich habit promise number seven is: I will accomplish my daily tasks each and every day. I will adopt a do it mindset. This is for the procrastination people, particularly me, which is just do it. When procrastination comes into your mind, just say, "I'm going to do it now," and yeah. do it now. Say, "I've got to, I've got to read this book. Do it now. Just Don't pick it up don't and, try and schedule it. Oh, oh, I'll, I'll do, do it, it half an hour. I'll do, or it, half I'll half do it when the half, clock no, hits do forty-five. Now. Do it now. So if you've got, if you've got to make. I'm not sure if you've got to, if you've got to read this book, read the book now. If you've got to cook, say I'm going to cook at six. No, just start cooking now. Cause then before you know it, you'll be like, I can't be bothered. Someone, then just order can, someone can
0: phone call you or they just, this just distractions.
1: Yeah. And then before you know it, now you're ordering Chinese and you got oil up to your head in, cause you just, now you're filled with grease <laughs> and oil. So <laughs> you don't really want that. Um, Rich habit promise number eight is I will engage in rich thinking every day. So he says successful successful people are positive, enthusiastic, energetic, happy and well balanced individuals. They feel powerful, in control, confident and energized. He says this is not by accident. So it's changing your mindset, which yeah. I think is I think is the most important. So positive affirmations is something that is mentioned on social media a lot. I love my job. I love working with others, I'm confident, I'm lucky, I'm successful.
0: It's putting that energy out there. Putting
1: and it, yeah, it's it's something that you go over in your head. So if you're sitting in an interview, I'm successful. I'm confident. I'm successful. Yeah, so it comes natural. So it's not it's not forced. Yeah, yeah,
0: and and people can feel your energy when you walk into a room. Yeah, and that's what you're putting out into the universe, and that's what you want to come back to you. Yeah. But that's something you hear quite a bit, to be fair, positive affirmations and.
1: But I think this book puts it in a realistic way because he the way he applies it to the individuals is is top notch as they say. I have a large network of relationships. So if you constantly say I have a large network of relationships, I have a large network of relationships. So when you go through things, you know okay I can reach out to this person or I can possibly reach out to this person or I can draw on this person for inspiration. And I think that's the the major, the major key. Oh rich habit promise number nine I will save ten percent of my gross income every paycheck. He says rich successful people pay themselves first. So before they pay or you can't miss the tax man anyway. But instead of spending money on your expenses Put money aside. Even if it's £100, even if it's £30, just put it aside. Say, boom, slap this away. Even if it's cash, withdraw it, put it under your mattress. Something like that. Saving 10%. It depends on how much money you're earning. If you can save 20, if you can save 30, work it like that. So you've got to work it around you. I believe rich habit number 10. I believe this is the last one. I will control my thoughts and emotions each and every day. Similar to rich habit controlling your emotions, I think. Rich habit number seven or number
0: eight. Yeah, when you said don't get too happy or don't get too sad in certain situations. So yeah, they link in...
1: Don't fall prey to anger, jealousy, yeah, excitability, don't, don't, sadness. Don't act petty. on um,
0: impulse. Effectively, yeah.
1: So let it wait. Like sometimes, just give it a day, give it a few hours. Yeah. Sleep on it. Some not sleep on it, but take a nap, go for a run, go for a walk. Because sometimes when you when you go for a walk, it changes your view. And then sometimes you realize it's not even worth reacting. Like,
0: yeah, but in that moment, it's like I want to say it. I want to say it or yeah. do it right now. So but, remove yourself yeah. from a
1: situation and just go. Just say, you know what? Even if you're in the middle of an argument, just say, you know what?
0: It's I'm going to go for a
1: walk and we'll talk about this when I come back from my walk. And then what can they say? Nah, argue with me now. Yes. But then you know, then you're dealing with someone, yeah. a mad person. So, And that's really it. Rich habits at work. And then towards the end of the chapter, he he shows how he applies it to each individual. But I don't really want to say how he applies it. I think people should read it for themselves.
0: Yeah. You don't want to give too much away. and
1: Yeah, because the book is, is very, there's obviously audio versions out. I think you should listen to the audio and read the book as well so you can see in the book how he's laid it out. But the audio, is it does well. Um, it's not a long audio. It's about an hour hour and 40 minutes. So that's what... How much jog, how much runs is that? Let's Three. say like four or five runs. Yeah.
0: Well, 20 minutes. Yeah.
1: If you go for that. So yeah, I enjoyed this book. I'm going to listen to it again. I'm going to make proper notes, write down some of the things. I'm definitely going to write down my bad habits. Well, you spoken... My good habits.
0: You've spoken about the pros are there any cons with reading this book too short too long
1: no i think your book was perfect i don't like books especially like this when they're too long because then they can get a bit drawn out yeah yeah, repetitive this is a book i didn't find i found it very helpful and i was very happy that i found this book because i'm definitely going to be referring to it any cons of it i'd say the only downside to it is i'm not sure maybe it sounds a bit old to me, it sounded like the book was written in like, the 2000s, but that doesn't really it matter. It doesn't matter, yeah. That's, I'd say, the only con. Maybe he could have...
0: Modernised it a bit. But then yeah, all maybe the, what, what bit he's bit spoken about from listening to you speaking about the book, chapters and the different points, they're all relevant today. mm and I don't see why they wouldn't be relevant in 20 years, 30 years. People will still be procrastinating then. People will still have bad habits then. Not, yeah. We're not going to live in a world where everyone's perfect. So yeah. People
1: are still the internet. He speaks on the internet, watching TV. People are still going to do those things. If it's not the TV, it'll, it'll be, be something iPod, else, yeah. It'll, it'll be just phone. be something be else. Be, you'll be watching a little watch or something like that. So the principles in it are fine. I think maybe if they was to update it, they would obviously say, don't spend so much time on Instagram. Social media or, yeah. or be
0: specific with the distractions. Yeah. But... TV's been around for however many years. years. It still will be around in however many years, so it is relevant.
1: Yeah. So apart from that, I enjoy the book. It's, I think you can get it online or you can buy the book. I definitely recommend the audio though. Get the audio, listen to the audio. Something is short, it's an hour and a half. That's how much, that's two cartoons that I watched yesterday. So (laughs) it's definitely worth it. If you're at work, driving to work, definitely worth it. So yeah, that is Rich Habits, the daily success habits of wealthy individuals. Check it out. Yeah, definitely.
0: Sounds like a really good book. Mm-hmm. I'll be reading it myself because I know I've got habits that I can definitely... Good habits, bad habits, we all do. Similar to one of the chapters he spoke about is knowing or actually being able to look in the mirror, so to speak, and say, actually, I don't do this well or mm-hmm. I don't do that well. And um, just becoming a better person because no one's perfect and there's no point walking around with... Having Or having bad habits and still expecting to get all the way to the top Or yeah, still expecting yeah. to succeed in everything you do You'll mm. succeed to a certain level But you'll never be able to reach the ceiling Or go all the way to the top mm. Especially if you can't get up in the morning Or yeah, your diet's makes, yeah, bad Or yeah. you, you, you're I don't know, completely different one you're, You jump at your emotions
1: Yeah, and you don't Because then you'll miss out You won't be able to nurture proper relationships Which may pay off in the long run and I think this is what, when you read these kind of books, it's not that you won't necessarily see the benefits within 30 days, within a month. You may not even see it within three months. But you'll definitely, if you apply this, you'll definitely see a result, a change within a year. Definitely. If you wake up every day, 6am for a year, you'll be able to get so much more. What's the
0: time done? If you normally wake up at
1: 7.30 and you're waking up at 6, that's an extra hour and a half every day that yeah. you can do. Dedicate to reading. You can dedicate that to... Exercise, training, um, you can dedicate that to preparing food. Studying, whatever it be. Yeah, yeah, studying for your craft or studying another craft. So if you're saying, okay, I'm in um, finance, but I want to go into IT, then okay, spend an hour and a half studying IT or spend an hour and a half, or maybe even if it's not an hour and a half, but 45 minutes of that hour and a half or 30 minutes of that hour and a half. It'll make a huge difference over the year. Yeah, it does. that's a lot. So I definitely recommend reading the book, applying the book. Try and apply all ten principles. If you can't, then pick pick.
0: Even if you pick five of them, or you pick three, the mm. bit your because your bad habits will link into those the ten habits there anyway. So you you you'll find you're one that you think actually, will I get up in the morning, or I'm not someone that's acts irrationally with my emotions so though they might not apply to you but mm. you might not you might be someone that says oh I'm gonna cook at seven and it's half seven and you haven't so the procrastination, the do it now, that might be one that you focus on a lot more. So mm. out of the ten I would say maybe three or four, but it, this all depends how many bad habits you would say you have. You mm. might think actually there's six on this list that I need to work on. So mm.
1: But not- if there's six, then pick two. Work those two or work those three and then work on the other three and then go from there and go from there and go from there. So you've got your whole life to work on these things. Don't think it's I gotta do all these now. Yeah. I gotta do this now. Yeah. I definitely recommend the book. I don't know what else to say. It's great. Cool. It's great.
0: Until next time, yeah. check out the In Between the Lines podcast on Instagram, Spotify, all major streaming services and listen up for the next episode.